Welcome to the 91st Minute. I'm Ryan Shop, and I'm joined as always with Tom Hayes. Tom, how are you? I'm good. Good, good weekend. Good break or good to have the Prem back. This and that. Yeah. And uh, we can once again say dilly ding, dilly dong as uh, Claudio Ranieri uh, returns to the Premier League. Um, not in the way he would have liked, um, you'd say. No, the way I would have liked. Yeah, well, not <laughs> not, uh, not the best start for Ranieri um, as uh, manager uh, <clears throat> at Watford. Um, but yeah, uh, it's only one game, but he's he's got a bit of a hard slog, um, like, you know, coming up. Um, Especially if the first two months look very difficult. Um, for like any any team that in their position, um, yep. but yeah, um, I mean we can probably talk about it a little bit uh, more after when we talk about that game, how it all went down. But yeah, there's not a lot in today's episode, just results and fixtures to talk about. Uh, so yeah, yep. pretty straightforward. It's a yeah, pretty light one today. Uh, nothing to speak of uh, in the rundown. Uh, unlike last week, where there was quite a few things to talk about um, today. There's nothing uh, new on the rundown. There's no transfers, of course. Um, but we may start to see a bit more coming through as we get closer to yeah. January. I was going to um, say, maybe in start from December onwards, I'll start to include rumours again. Yeah. Um, obviously from, from decent sources. But yeah, just to add something else to the episode if need be. Yep. Uh, yeah. So as Tom said, uh, we just have the results and the upcoming Premier League fixtures and the Champions League's back, um, which is something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll get straight into it. Alrighty. So for the results this week, we had nine of the 10 match week, eight games in the Premier League. Um, we're only going to talk about three uh, in depth. Um, we'll start to do this a little bit more just so we can get through it a little bit quicker. Um, but yeah, so the first three the first three games of the game week are the ones we will talk in depth so that makes it a little bit easier um so we can do it chronologically the first of which was Ranieri's return to the Premier League uh, with Watford at Vicarage Road Liverpool uh, ran right though 5-0 away from home Sadio Mane in the eighth minute Roberto Firmino in the 37th to go 2-0 up in half time Firmino made it a brace Salah scored um, another one of his almost his trademark goals now. <laughs> uh, minutes later, and then Firmino capped off his hat-trick in injury time. Um, but yeah, so Sadio Mane with his 100th Premier League goal um, with the first of the game. Salah became the equal highest African goal scorer in Premier League history, tied with Didier Drogba on 104. So Sadio Mane is not even far behind from surpassing Drogba as well. And yeah, Firmino with the hat-trick. And this game reminded me of sort of 2017-18 season, the season where they lost the Champions League, where that front three was consistently in the score sheet. And I think with Jota coming in, it made it a lot harder for Firmino. And he, he, he's still able to, you know, do this now. Makes me, you know, it pleases mm. me. Um, but yeah, that's I'd say it's reminiscent of that season, especially how dominant that front three was. Um, and 
it's hard for me not to be biased, but I can't think of a, a better front three in the Premier League or a more lethal front three in the Premier League right now than those three. I don't know if it's... It's definitely biased. Uh, front I'm, three, maybe not. Um, but then again, I, Chelsea doesn't really play with a front three. United don't play with a front three. City don't play with a front three. So... Um, not not in the same way. That well, attacking been, attacking um, play most lethal attacking team, like the th- the the most attacking players in that team. So say with Chelsea, they oh, may okay. have like Lukaku, uh, Werner, and I don't know Zayac or Havertz or Pulisic whenever he's. No, played. yeah, I, I'd agree. I think there's none yeah. that are as on form as uh, those three are at the moment. Mm. Um, but if you had say a Lukaku and a Vernon actually scoring goals and then maybe have it some mount <laughs> yeah. or Chilwell who's scoring. Um, Chilwell but I think with Chelsea, it, yeah. Chelsea especially, even Man City, the goals are more evenly spread. So they've never in the, you know, recent times haven't had a concentration of goals necessarily. Um, for City, you have to go back a while to have concentration of goals with Aguero <clears throat> Um, Chelsea Aguero was consistent he was just never real concentration Aguero was consistent he just was never you know he would get overpowered by I mean, know, midfielders in their team yeah kind of tapered off towards the end of his city uh, time at City um, but yeah Liverpool have I think it's a, a way that Klopp plays them as well that makes them yeah. that aggressive um, that attacking um, something that kind of lacked a little bit last year uh, last season Um but yeah, it's good to see. It's good to see. Um, it, well, it seems like Mo Salah's uh, been uh, watching some Lionel Messi highlights and trying to emulate some of the moves um, <laughs> he's capable because it, it's almost spitting image of um, some of the plays I've seen Messi do. Um, but yeah, it's it's he's in top form. Um, yeah. Would you say he's Mane the most informed player in the league right now? Right now, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, in the world, and again, two weeks ago, I probably would have said it was Ronaldo. Um, so it's yeah, it's it's going to be a tight contest for um, Golden Boot this season, I mm. think. Um, especially if the likes of Lukaku and Ronaldo, and um, you know, Gabby Jesus maybe um, step up to the plate and start scoring more goals. Uh, but yeah. Salah, I think. He's yeah in a in a different league at the moment, but um yeah things change very quickly. Um, but yeah, as we good, know, um, very good from a Liverpool Liverpool perspective. Not so much for Claudio Ranieri and Watford. Um, first time managing uh, Watford. Um, first time back in the Premier League for a while. Mm. It's not the way he would have wanted to start um, with Cisco. You know arguably not deserving the sack. Um, he would have wanted to... I think a draw he would have been very happy with. Um, but yeah, losing uh, by five goals is no way to start. Um, yeah. I think it was convince... also... It was also Ranieri's biggest loss in the Premier League. Mm. Which isn't... I mean... Which is also remarkable in some ways. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's um, Leicester City. He's Leicester was pretty dominant. Uh, unexpectedly. Um, so he probably wouldn't have suffered too many big losses or losses in, in aspect. But yeah, I mean, mm. records are meant to be broken, I suppose. Um, one of those oh, yeah. other players uh, for the Golden Boot, uh, Jamie Vardy played in the next game. 
uh, which turned out to be a very good game for him as Leicester beat Manchester United 4-2 at home. Uh, United got off to a decent start. Greenwood netting the first in the 19th minute, who's another mm-hmm. player that's been in very good form. Um, as of late, mm-hmm. I think he's... It was a great uh, since, goal too. Yeah. Uh, since April of this year, only him... Oh, no one scored more goals than him than Mohamed Salah in the league. So that's the sort of company he's with at the moment. He's. Um, but the thing is, I think um, in terms of the way other Gunnar Solskjaer sets up, he's not prioritised. Um, that's which what makes kind it a of, bit more impressive. Yeah, well, it does, but I mean, it's kind of, kind of. If I was a United fan, I'd be a bit disappointed because he's he's had this form for at least two seasons now. I'd say um, it it puts question into whether they should center it more around him or why is the players like Ronaldo not scoring more? I mean, he obviously is coming into this team, yeah, new, but you would expect it. Yeah. But then he's not. Him to they're be not. Real. They're not building a team around Ronaldo, which they should be. Oh, but doing they play they around him like on that. the t- on the pitch. They play around. They him. do, but they haven't. They still haven't built. Oli doesn't. He's not setting up yeah. building around that player, which Ronaldo thrives on. And when you you know he hasn't look back at Real to, Madrid yeah. and Juventus when they've played well, it's been when you've built a team around him, um, which they haven't done yet. Ho- hopefully for United fans, um, that will change soon. But who knows? Yeah. I, <sighs> He wasn't. He he was almost nowhere to be seen during this game. Um, yeah, yeah. But then again, uh, Maguire didn't have a great game. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll, get we'll get to that. We'll get to them. It gets worse for yeah. United fans. Uh, Tillemans mm. equalised with it. Probably, I would say it was that was a good equal, goal, if not better. Dink, pretty much dinking the keeper. Um, first yeah. time from Perfectly outside the box. Accurate. Ah, oh, straight into the top. I've corner. never seen. A dink that it's just precise. It was it was just yeah. oh, the finesse. The way yeah, it anyway. dropped too. Yeah. The the yeah. yeah. Um and then uh Sagla Soyonchu made it two one in the 78th minute. Rashford uh equalized in his return game uh, in the eighty second minute, and then less than a minute from that kickoff, um, as United fans were still celebrating the equalizer, <laughs> Leicester went and scored. What was one of the winners uh, with Vardy in mm. the minute after? Um, but yeah, he's now again level with Mohamed Salah for the Golden Boot on seven. Um, and then Patsandaka scored, I think it was his first, I'm not sure if it was his first goal for Leicester. Um, but yeah, made it 4 2 in the 91st minute. And from this vision, uh, players like Harry Maguire and Aaron Wembasaka were, were scrutinized for their lack of defense. In the dying embers, when they could have potentially, um, you know, salvaged a point, or the first two goals, very uh, the last two goals, sorry, were very complacent of their defence. Um, mm. Yeah, nonetheless, Leicester uh, ended Man United's twenty nine unbeaten away twenty nine match unbeaten away run, which is mm. uh, pretty decent for their for their standards. I, I, I'd also think it not only it raises it obviously raises uh, questions. For the manager, which that that's, seems to be a you know Always. regular occurrence with Man United, but um, also with um, De Gea starting, um, I didn't think he he was particularly um, good. And, and and when you have you know players like Dean Henderson on the bench, um, it, it, it makes them a you know. That's easier to say in hindsight because I think they've already said that De Gea. Well, it's it's already 
it's not it's not been said, but it looks as as if De Gea is the number one goalkeeper right now. He doesn't look like he's going to be. Yeah, that's fine. But Henderson. if you're if you're even, I don't know. Those two goals, I mean, they were good goals. Um, but I think you know maybe bring him on, give him because it changes the dynamic up a bit. Bring too, on a goalie might put Leicester off. Well, yeah, because I don't know. But try something. I, I've never said Ollie that. wouldn't yeah. be attacked for trying, but he doesn't try. Like he doesn't when he's in those situations, he either wastes the very last minute or you know, he, he doesn't change the game up. He he's stuck Safe. to it. And that's probably one of his weaknesses, sticking to it. Um, that's kind of harsh because think it, think it's two two, you make a goalkeeper substitution, which is very rare, and say they go in and score the last two, that looks like a dumb decision. But he look. That's fine, but now he looks like he's made dumb decisions because he didn't make any decisions. You know no, what I mean? I think, so, yeah, but, but it's, it's hard to it's say that because especially in that I he mean, sticks we, to it and it doesn't work. It's hard but, to say yeah. that because especially like in the we talked about this today, like the last 10, 15 minutes of a match is yeah, no, that, very that's much out of, out of a hands, manager's hands. You can't, be, you can't be making decisions then anyway. Well, I think um, he's already made the decision that De Gea is the number one goalie at the moment. At that no, time. I'm not talking about necessarily. I'm saying that that, you know, maybe says puts in Dean Henderson as, you know, he, he should be challenging for that position if De Gea is going to yeah. concede well, four I think goals. A, time, a time will come, like especially next year when the, the cup games start to roll in, you'll start to see yeah. rotation. The um, broader point I was trying to make was that... Um, Ollie doesn't like to to change during game. He's not like Tuchel, Klopp, even and Pep. Generally, you know, if a game's going one way and they want to go a different way, they'll either at half time or <clears throat> um, not too late on, will change it up. They can do that, but Ollie's very rigid in the way he manages. Yeah, he constantly. And gets look, it has worked for them, and... but. Yeah, that's a thing. Like stuff like this happens, I, and I, I, they go on a ten-match unbeaten run or something. <laughs> yeah, but when they even when they did that, that, it wasn't a convincing unbeaten run. Yeah, but a win's a if, win. If that makes like, sense, like it doesn't. If they finish second, yeah, and I that's mean right fine, now, but right now, I think if they don't win a trophy, he probably will go. But especially last I don't think season, he'll when... go. But I think they need to win a trophy. I think they need no. silverware. I think I think but if they don't I, win I think a trophy, this is as far as they sort. get with him. Yeah, but that, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll I, can't see, I, I can't I see him, him as a manager ever. bringing that 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 uh, group of players who, on paper, I still think are probably the best squad. Um, One of, yeah. I, I still think that. Well, even last year, I thought they were the better squad than City or Chelsea or um, Liverpool. I can't see him elevating those players to the heights than yeah. to win the league. Yeah, we've um, seen yeah. that, especially with uh, Oli. The players, I think the only player I can say that has improved since Ollie took charge or has been given a chance and has been able to mm. grow his game is Greenwood. Other than that, I can't say any other player has. Because yeah. I think uh, especially yeah. with and like people saying, Oh, Lingard Shaw has done this and that. Sure, Lingard Shaw got but that. that wasn't Ollie. Yeah, that Lingard, was yeah, Lingard was Moyes. Shaw that was, was David Southgate Moyes. to England. Shaw was Southgate uh, yep. to England. Um, yeah, Ronaldo, and, you know, was it's Ronaldo. obvious, yeah. <laughs> Pogba, Pogba played better at France, that's just a meme now. Oh, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, I mean, it's ridiculous, it's, it's like two different Pogbas, 
I mean, there yeah. are. He's got a brother, but I mean, like, it, it's so like there are two versions of the same this. person, and one lives in France and plays just for France, and one plays for United. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah, I, I, probably I should move on. Yeah, no, I mean, no, we've we're, oh, we're, we're only talking about three games anyway, so yeah, okay, <laughs> that's as right. much as we want. Um, but yeah, we'll move on. Um, and the the okay. final game we're gonna go in depth about is uh, Villa and Wolves, which Wolves won three goals to two somehow. Um, I don't know how they've done this. Uh, yeah, Ings, at, uh, they went into halftime nil-nil. Uh, then Ings and McGinn put it, Villa 2-0 up with about 20 minutes to go. And, and in the final 15 minutes, Wolves just ran right. They just wouldn't take no for an answer. Uh, Romain Sias mm-hmm. in the 80th minute, Connor Cody, 85th minute. And then in the... Final play of the game in the 95th minute, Ruben Neves from a free kick, copped a deflection, went to the bottom corner um, to win the the Midlands Derby for for Wolves. Um, Yeah, huge, huge comeback, especially in the last 15 minutes, 2-0 down in a derby, like biggest moments of probably his career (laughs) at Wolves. Um, Mm. They haven't really, I mean, maybe Europa League, but yeah, so far. Um, But yeah. Insane comeback um, there. I mean, Aston Villa didn't look bad. I was talking to one of my mates on Twitter. Um, and he's like, how the hell did we lose that? Like, it just kept hitting him. It's like, you know that meme where it's like, stop, he's already dead. It was literally like yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah. they come back and the last bullet in the coffin or the last nail in the coffin just was the free kick. Um, but, yeah. I mean, and especially from Wolves, the their their strike has been, you know, Jimenez and Huang He Chan. They were not there that game. And it was it came up to the defenders. Sice and Cody scored the the comeback one and the equalizer and then Neves with the with the winner. I thought it was quite impressive. Um so we'll just touch briefly on the remaining games. Uh City defeated Burnley 2-0. Norwich and Brighton played at a nil all draw, um, which is another point for Norwich. Um, Southampton got their mm-hmm. first win against Leeds, making a 1-0 win with uh, Broja with his first goal uh, in the Premier League. Uh, Chelsea defeated Brentford, a, a good Brentford, but uh, Edouard Mendy, uh, the, the, probably the most informed goalkeeper in the Premier League right now. Actually, uh, he is the most informed oh. goalkeeper. Yeah. Six saves, uh, single-handedly won him the match um, with that that. I mean, Brentford's second half on paper, you would have thought they won 3-0 or 3-1. Um, but yeah, without without seeing the goals, obviously. Um, West Ham defeated yep. Everton 1-0 away from home. Um, and Tottenham defeated Newcastle um, in their, their first game since the takeover. Steve Bruce's 1,000th match managed. Um, and within this game, uh, the men of the match was uh, split between Eric Dyer and Sergio Reguilon because um, they alerted officials and, and trainers to to help a person in the crowd who was seemed to have collapsed. Um, and he looks to be in a stable condition at the moment, but yeah, um, some heroic there to uh, to save his life, essentially save his life. Um, and yeah, they won the, the the men of the match that game. But yeah, Newcastle, I, uh, I got a bit carried away with all the hype last, last week. Thinking, oh, they've been taken over. Uh, but then in, in essence, it's literally the exact same team at the moment. Um, Steve Bruce still seems to be hanging on by a thread. I don't know how long he'll be there still. Because um, they probably want to get a new manager in before they can start mm-hmm. spending in 
January. Um, but yeah, it's basically it for the results. Uh, we'll have a lot more next week. Um, we'll have about yeah, almost 30 games to talk about. So yeah, um, I think uh, we go straight into the, the fixtures for this week. This week, uh, with the fixtures, uh, we'll be concluding match week eight of the Premier League, all of match week nine of the Premier League, and match day three of the Champions League. So to kick things off, we start on Tuesday, October the 19th at 6am uh, with Arsenal taking on Crystal Palace at the Emirates. Um, what do you think is going to happen with this match? Um, well, uh, they've both been in uh, not the worst form, um, but I think Arsenal will win. I've gone 2-1 to the Gunners. I've done exactly the same. Oh, yeah. 2-1 to, to Arsenal. Uh, next, we move on to the Champions League match day three, starting off with uh Club Bruges taking on Manchester City. Um, the next, these two games um, that I'll say are on Wednesday, October the 20th at 3.45 a.m. Uh, so this is a Group A fixture and it's taking place at Jan Riddle Stadium uh, in Bruges. Um, but I think Man City uh, will comfortably win this one. Yeah, I think, yeah, City. I mean, Bruges have been quite impressive so far. Um, so I won't put it past them, but I think City narrowly yes um i completely agree uh the next match which is also at 3:45 on wednesday is a group c match taking place between besiktas and sporting um at the vodafone park in istanbul and i think sporting uh will win this mm. i have gone the opposite i went besiktas to win at home um yeah not a great deal to say about it i mean Bes- no, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Benfica. Never mind. That's all right. Uh, moving on, uh, the next six, six matches um, <clears throat> are on Wednesday at six a.m. Uh, the first of which is a Group A match taking place between PSG and RB Leipzig at the Parc des Princes in Paris, and I think Paris will win comfortably. Yeah. Um... I mean, I'm actually looking forward to this game. If I wasn't going to be watching the Liverpool game, I'll probably watch this one. Um, yeah, I've gone PSG as well. Uh, the next match is a Group B match taking place between Atletico Madrid and Liverpool at the Stadio Metro. What? At the Wonder. Stadio uh, Wanda Metropolitano. Metropolitano. I love that Get stadium. That, uh, right way around. Yeah, it's a very nice stadium. Uh, of course, you like it, um, yeah. and I think that Liverpool will win this match. See, I'm not as I'm not as confident with this one. It's mainly because uh, they did knock us out last season. Yeah, last season they knocked us out at home over two legs, mm. um, but they they beat us at home. Um, and they're probably stronger right now. I've gone with a draw. Draw. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, I'd be uh, happy. Moving, I'd be happy with either, obviously. Yeah. Moving on to a stadium that I like, uh, a Group B match taking place between Porto and AC Milan, and of course the Estadio de Drago, uh, home of the uh, Champions League final last season. Um, but I think AC Milan will have the better of Porto in this match. Um, yeah, I think Milan have been 
inches to wins in both their games. So I go with them. Uh, the next match is a Group C match taking place between Ajax and Dortmund uh, at the Johan Cruyff Arena in Amsterdam. And I think that Dortmund will win. Oh, I want Dortmund to win. Um, but I think I, I, I don't know if it's just if this is an actual fact or not, but I think Ajax have a decent home. Uh, yeah, I think they do. You know, a decent, a decent uh, run at home. So I'm going with a draw. They won't lose, but I think a draw. And you're going Dortmund. Yep. Uh, The next match is a Group D match taking place between Shakhtar Donetsk and Real Madrid. And at Kiev Olympic Stadium, and I'm going for an upset once again. And I think Shakhtar Donetsk will overcome Real Madrid. I don't think this is much of an upset because I think they did defeat them in this exact fixture last season. As we know, they're in the same group with Inter Milan and mm-hmm. Gladbach. They uh, they won both the games against Real Madrid. I think they won the home and away game. Um, but I don't think they'll win again. I've gone with a draw. They could definitely win. I mean, this could go three ways. I honestly don't. I couldn't tell you. I've gone in the middle. Smack bang in Generally, the middle. it can always go three ways. Oh, but this one's... No, nah, well, I mean... Sometimes there's a clear winner and a saying. clear loser. Yeah. yeah. I wonder what the odds on this game are. Anyway. Um, on. <laughs> moving on to the last Wednesday match. Uh, another Group D match taking place between Inter Milan and Sheriff um, at the San Siro. Um, I'm predicting Sheriff to beat Inter as they beat Real Madrid last week. or last. So you, reckon, day, you reckon they're going on a three-beat? There's a new sheriff in town. That's all I'm saying. See, I I reckon their their luck runs out. I mean, I wouldn't say luck. I reckon their 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 wins may be drying up. I, I'm just I'm not confident yep. enough to jump on that bandwagon. So I'm gonna go into Milan. Uh, Real Madrid are comfortable favourites, by the way. So I don't know what I'm talking about. Never mind. I, I am expect I I would expect them to be. Uh, moving yeah, on I mean, to the Thursday fixtures. Uh, there are two matches. Um, on Thursday, October the 21st at 3.45 a.m. The first is a Group E match between Barcelona and Dynamo Kiev taking place at Camp Nou, the largest stadium in Italy, uh, in Italy, in Europe. It's not in Italy. I don't know why I said Italy. Anyway, um, and I think that it will be a draw. I reckon, uh, I reckon Barcelona. Um, they've had, I mean... They played in the league not long ago. Aguero got his first start, uh, not start, played his first game for Barcelona. Uh, Coutinho's firing. Dembele's in. I reckon uh, Barcelona may be semi-back, so I've gone with them. Very good. Uh, moving on to a Group G match between RB Salzburg and Wolfsburg, taking place at the Red Bull Arena in Salzburg. Um, and I think that Wolfsburg will win. I mean, they deserve a win. I reckon yep. this would probably the luckiest team in Salzburg versus the unluckiest team in Wolfsburg. And I think uh, I've gone with Salzburg mainly because they're at home, but Wolfsburg deserved that win. I mean, they've been basically robbed the last two games. Yeah, I'd completely agree. Uh, moving on to the six matches taking place on Thursday at 6 a.m. Uh, we start off with a Group E match um, between Barcelona and Ben... No, Barcelona. B 
Benfica, sorry, and Bayern Munich are taking place at the Estadio de Sport Lisboa e Benfica in Lisbon. Um, if you were confused confused by its name, um, that's not clear enough. And I think that Munich will win comfortably. I'm going to go Munich, but I don't think as comfortable. I was going to go talk about Benfica before when I was talking about Besiktas, but I think Benfica, I mean, their game against Barcelona just showed me a whole other side to them. And I think, you know, they may have some sort of, you know, guile to go against Bayern. I don't think they'll win, but I think they'll give some fight, if anything. Mm. Uh, the next match is a Group F match between BSC Young Boys and Villarreal taking place at the Vankdorf Stadion in Bern. Um, I think Villarreal will win. Oh, I reckon the same. Um, yeah, Young Boys, I mean, they're, they're like a one-hit wonder against United and then flipped the book to the end and they looked a bit different. But yeah, Villarreal again, I think should be too good for them in the end of the day. Uh, the next match is a, another Group F match between Manchester United and Atalanta. Big fixture. place at Old Trafford, and I think it will be a draw. So I think this is the exact sort of game that United will win. I mean, straight off the back of a, a terrible loss, they'll go and win. Make all the speculation about their manager just disappear. Well, not disappear, mm-hmm. but mute it. I think, um, yeah. yeah, so I think, yeah. I reckon United win this one. Uh, moving on to a Group G fixture between Lille and Sevilla, uh, taking place at Steady Pierre Muroy um, in Lille. And I think Lille will win. Yeah, I think the same. I think Sevilla is another team that have been, I mean, not lucky, but the games that they have played, I think the only goals they've scored have been penalties. So... If Lil can keep them away from that penalty spot, give them every hope. Uh, the next match uh, is a Group H match taking place between Chelsea and Malmo at Stamford Bridge in London. And I think that I'm tipping that Malmo will win. Yeah, well, Chelsea will win. Um, I've just, I was thinking about this the other day. <laughs> like, if someone listened to this podcast... And um, was to watch it with no context, they would just think you hate Chelsea so much. Yeah, I think that yeah. like Mel Merrill, like Norwich, you're gonna tip Norwich. I know later on, I've already got your tip in there. Like they they could beat them. Like what did Chelsea do to you? But yeah, obviously you know we should put like I should re- pre-record a disclaimer for you at the start of tipping, and put it in. Yeah. So everyone knows. I am, yeah, I am a, I'm a Chelsea Chelsea supporter. That's something I do. I'm a member of the Chelsea Supporters Trust as well. Um, so, yeah. Um, so yeah. Off. Anyway, um, and you've obviously gone with Chelsea. Uh, and the last match of Premier of Premier League of Champions League uh, match day three is another Group H match taking place between Zenit St Petersburg and Juventus um, mm-hmm. at. The St. Petersburg Stadium, which happens to be in St. Petersburg. Um, and I think Zenit will win this match. Zenit? Yes. I think Juventus, 
I mean, they've been, they've been, oh, I mean, it's been a contrast between the Champions League and the Serie A campaigns. Mm-hmm. Um, and for that reason, I'm going to pick Juventus. Um, but yeah, I mean, I hope, I hope Zenit throws a spanner in the works. That'd be fun. Well, indeed. Uh, moving on to Premier League match week nine, we start off with Arsenal taking on Aston Villa at the Emirates on Saturday, October the 23rd at 6am. And I've gone for a 1-0 to Aston Villa. I've gone with a 1-1 draw here. Uh, Uh, Moving on. I was thinking about doing it. No, I'll keep it. I'll keep it. (laughs) Moving on. uh, Also on Saturday, the 23rd of October, um, but at 10.30pm is... Chelsea taking on Norwich City at Stamford Bridge. And I've, of course, tipped 1-0 to Norwich. I've gone uh, 4-0 Chelsea. Jesus. Okay. Um, I mean, 4-0. pretty much everything everything Liverpool does, Chelsea seems to like, or everything Chelsea does, Liverpool does, Chelsea, Liverpool does, Chelsea does. So it'll be close, mm. but not, not the same. You know, Liverpool, you know, they're a bit better, so... <laughs> <laughs> Good on you. Uh, next up uh, <clears throat> is Crystal Palace taking on Newcastle United on Saturday, the 24th of October at 1 a.m. Uh, I should just state the next four matches at 1 a.m. on 24th at Selhurst Park. And I think it will be a 2 2 draw. I can Palace win here. I mean, depending on how they go against. Arsenal tonight or tomorrow morning. They may have a chance. I don't. I don't rate Newcastle until they sort things out. Um, so I'm going to go Palace two one. The next match, uh, also on Sunday the 24th, is between Everton and Watford, taking place at Goodison Park at 1 a.m. And I've gone for a three one to Everton. Yeah, I've also gone two nil Everton. Um, I mean, they were they, they, they did lose, didn't they? Yeah, they lost to West Ham. I mean, understandably, yeah. I mean, Watford again need to start uh, finding their feet with Ranieri. So, until that happens, I won't be dipping them. <laughs> Unless, uh, like, moving on, they flip things around. Yeah, moving on. The next match is between Leeds United and Wolverhampton Wanderers on Sunday at Allen Road. Um, at 1am and I've gone for a 2-1 to Leeds United 2-1 I went I went the opposite way I went oh not quite opposite I went Wolves 3-1 um, yeah other side of the spectrum mm. uh, moving on uh, also on Sunday is Southampton taking on Burnley at St Mary's at 1am and I've gone for a 1-0 to Southampton yeah, this one I went Completely opposite. I went one nil Burnley. Um, I mean, uh, yeah. another one, one of those games where you could either way could win. I have no idea, but yeah, Burnley for me. Yep. Uh, last Sunday match is between Brighton Hove Albion and Manchester City at the MX at three thirty a.m. And I've gone for a four nil to Manchester City. I've gone four uh, two. To City, um, weird score. I mean, we we literally scored saw a four two this week. Yeah, but, um, 
I mean, Brighton have been the worst, haven't been the best. City, actually, no, I'm going 4 0. <laughs> Sorry. All right. <laughs> Just City, realized City. how good City's defense is. Yeah. Actually, uh, now we move. I never on. do this. I never do this. I'm going to change it again. I'm going to do 3 0. Okay. 3 0. 3 0 City. <laughs> I can't make me right. wrong. All right. You sure? You locked it in? Yeah. yeah. Locked in? Okay. Watch it be. Moving on uh, to. <laughs> To the next match, um, which is Brentford taking on Leicester City on Monday, the 25th of October at Brentford Community Stadium, which is um, becoming a fortress for them of sorts mm. um, at 12 a.m. And I've gone for a 1 0 to Brentford. I've gone with a 2 2 draw. Ah, but again, I yeah, don't know what to think, but yeah. we'll run it. Uh, also on Monday, uh, the 25th, West Ham United taking on Tottenham Hotspur at the London Stadium at 12am. And I've gone for a 2-1 to West Ham. I've gone a 2-1 Tottenham. 2-1 um, Tottenham. I think Harry Kane will Kane carry can... on his form. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking hopefully Harry Kane can keep what he's doing. And the last match, and probably the biggest match of the week, uh, of the match week, I should say. Oh, baby is also on Monday, and it's taking place between Manchester United and Liverpool, a derby of sorts, um, at Old Trafford at 2.30 a.m. Uh, pity it's in that time, but it's probably the best time for the English audiences. Um, and I've worst, gone for, literally the worst time for me. And I have predicted a 4-3 to Liverpool. <laughs> I, so if it is that scoreline, if it's a 4-3 game, what should I do? If it's 4-3, because I want it to be 4-3, I will... Oh, what should I do? So you predict 4-3 as well? No, no, no. I'm going 2-0 Liverpool. But if it's 4-3, I'll do something crazy. Okay. That'll be unreal banana peel. Okay. But yeah, as I was saying, the worst time for me, what would you say, 3.30 in the morning? Oh, that's what the Chelsea game was, but it's two thirty, so 2:30. it's a little bit better. Oh, no, Not that's much. that's that's worse for me because we're both F one fans, right? Mm-hmm. So this game's going to oh, go right, to yeah. about four o'clock, and then the uh, American Grand Prix or the, the 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 what's it called? The I mean, it is the US Grand Prix. US Grand Prix. It's at six six in the morning at the same day at same day, so I've got two hours of sleep roughly. So that's going to be fun on a Monday as well. Just when we have to upload this, man. Mm. Fun for me. Not fun, really, fun, but... fun. Sticking to football, though. Um, well, that's that uh, for the podcast. And at the moment, I am on seven. Uh, I am on. I think you've mucked that up, but that's right. Um, I've mm. had fifty-four to seventy-one. Um, but uh, you got three. You got two. three. I can go back through them, but that's right. Doesn't matter. Um, I'll you're give it still to you. A fair bit ahead. Okay, I'll, I'll amend that um, a fair bit ahead. It doesn't really change the difference uh, and score difference because I've had it both. Maybe I've missed one. Anyway, uh, that's all we have time for, all there is. Thanks for tuning in to this week's podcast. Make sure to follow us over on Twitter at 91 underscore pod for updates about us and the world of football. You can follow Ryan on Twitter at RP underscore shop. 
and you can follow myself at Thomas Hayes underscore. You can also find all of our contacts and references in the description of this podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye. See ya.